change It's like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have to speak Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and it's so deep You're on Pastor Phil Welcome to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host, Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sears XM, Channel 154. Hey, again, you have hit the right channel on the right date. That's right, Sunday. Don't worry, don't, don't worry about where you're at right now. This is Church on the Block. You, you are the right spot at 9 a.m., Holy Culture Radio, man, Sirius XM Channel 154, man, with my great brother, my great friend, host, Pastor Jay. What's up, Jay? Yo, what's going on, Pastor Phil? Glad to be here, man. Always. Yeah. Church on the block, yeah, baby. Man. Yeah. Yeah, church on the <laughs> block, man. We are grateful for you listening to us, y'all. And, and, I, and I pray that, you know, you're able to uh, uh, benefit the interesting conversation we have and to get, you know, learn some things. And, 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 and part of our discussion today, is we met with one of the legendary Christian hip hop artists from back in the day. I was had an opportunity, and Pastor Jay's been there before to go to Flavor Fest. Yeah, Again, shout out to Tommy. Largest, That's the T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the largest <clears throat> Christian hip hop uh, conferences in the country. And, you know, you need places where I'm doing this in. You know, Waxahachie, Texas. And I'm rapping at these churches. I'm uh, I'm in Fort Dodge, Iowa. And I'm rapping. Is there anybody out here hearing this passion? And you come to this conference, and it's a ton of cats, yeah. and you got cats ciphering, and folks want to keep rhyming, and they, and and so it's like, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy. And so that's what this conference, in some regards, does. It kind of affirms the fact that this is a God movement. Um. I mean, it, it not kind of, it firms the fact that it's a God movement. And two, it helps to crystallize what your ministry is about. So if you're an artist, how to get your stuff tighter, how to get into in the industry in a different way and how to, how to, how to be a man or woman of integrity in the industry without getting it, um, diluted, uh, by the industry per se in regards to that. Right. So this conference, man, I had a chance to speak and teach and Pastor Jay's been there to, uh, to teach. And so I, uh, had a chance to talk to some, some, some cats who I've known for a long time. I mean, um, CO from, uh, oh my goodness, I can't think of the group right now. Idol King, oh my God, he was there. Uh, people don't know about Idol King. They was traveling with gospel gangs. They were like mentoring gospel gangsters back in the day and traveling with 20,000 folks. They rhyme in front of these big festivals. Um, and so I had a chance to meet with Soup the Chemist from SFC, Soldiers for Christ. And if you're not familiar with the group, you can probably find them on uh, Apple Music and check out some stuff. It's a different era. 80s, 90s, where the cadence is different. Ain't no auto-tunes at that time. <laughs> auto-tunes was always out, but it wasn't as influential in hip-hop as it was now. But in the context that I had a chance to just sit down with him, but I, we're going to talk about the show, Jay. Like, like, what was your first introduction, you know, uh, Christian hip-hop? I mean, you've talked about it before, but like, did you go back and look at some of the history or did you, like, what did that, what did that send you on a path to? Yeah, it was, it's intriguing how that happened for me, man. Because like, um, like I said, I, I, I'm always honest that I grew up, like I'm a church kid. So I grew up in church or whatever, but yeah. hip hop has been my, my heart language, heart culture. I don't know, since I was in like seventh, sixth or seventh grade. Right. And so <laughs> I always thought the worlds had to be separate, you know, because hip hop for me was like what I did and church is what I had to do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. God was like, you got to do that because, you know, God got to be straight. But hip hop is what I choose. So when those yeah. worlds actually collided and like I saw that God loved hip hop, too, that blew my mind. 
So right. I was introduced to it. Um, the group I was introduced to was Cross Movement. I'm going to say them all the time because that's just, that's who it was. Like, I'm going to always yeah, love yeah. them dudes because that's Me who too. changed my life, right? That's it. Right. But once I realized that there was this whole underground culture, it fit who I was because I was more in the underground hip hop <laughs> anyway. I was always trying to find the unheard artist or the breaker nobody mm. knew about or the graph artist that people was like, I see your stuff everywhere, but who is that dude? I wanted to know the wow. person, right? Like that's who I okay, was. Yeah. So when I got introduced to Christian hip hop, I was like, yo, nobody knows these dudes. Like nobody knows these artists. So that hit me. Real. So then I started digging, you know, I'm mm. going on this early when the internet this early. I can remember I got my first email address in college in 1998 or something, right? And it was still, I don't even know what it was called, but it wasn't like, now it was still HTML. It had like the blinker and like the screen was black with orange writing and yeah. Anyway, Uh that's how old I am. Telling my age for real. (laughs) And so I started like just going, it wasn't called Googling back then. I actually used a a search bar, a Hotmail search bar, right? To, To look up Christian hip hop artists. And so you know, at that time, that's when, like, you also, you found people because of another artist. So, like, mm-hmm. you would get an album, and then they would have a feature oh, on their yeah. album, and then you would go find some music by that other artist, <laughs> right? And then their album yeah. would have a feature with somebody. Then you go find some other artist. So right. that led me down the rabbit holes of, like, finding some of the early artists. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, yeah. like, you know getting into people like dynamic twins and getting into people, you know, um, our boys, uh, that what's the name was a part of, uh, that, you know, your, your, uh, Oh man, I'm having a, a blank. DOC. Right DOC. E-T- oh, yeah. ETW. E-T-W. 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 Yeah. yeah. Elroy. Elroy. So when yeah. I, yeah, Elroy was a part of, so I found ETW long before I met you Phil. you know what I'm saying? Because I was yeah, searching yeah. music. And so I yeah. started realizing it was a connection for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, People was doing this in like the eighties. Like, <laughs> how did I not know that like people was robbing for the Lord and like were serious about it back then? And so then, like, it just became a thing for me to not only find more artists, but to find the churches, the ministries, the conferences, the the, the yeah. festivals that were welcoming right. Christian hip hop, man. And so that that sent me on a whole trajectory, which is yeah. how I found Pastor Field, everybody, because then I found out <laughs> there was somebody in my own city. Who was on that, just like me. And right, right. And hey, yo, stay tuned, stay tuned. We're going to try to, you know, bring it back, bring it back. Ooh. 23, 23, see what's good, see what's good. The house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You know, as a youth pastor, man, you know, I'm in Kansas City doing youth ministry and trying to find alternative stuff. This is with cassettes. I'm mm. talking about cassettes. Yeah. Dynamic yeah. Twins, 40 Days and 40 Nights on a cassette. Bro. Um, ETW, Ain't Nobody Dying But Us. Like, I'm trying to find mm. music to give alternatives to cats who are in the vans with me. And, uh, and then there's some local cats who were rapping. And it was bold back then because it was, like, so shunned. And so, because mm-hmm. hip-hop in and of itself has, you know, enough misogynistic stuff, That's has right. enough male machismo. So that was so overwhelming that how dare you even think that this can be in the church? Just like, you know, Thomas Dorsey and the bass in the <laughs> church and bringing music in. But in my introduction of it, you know, Tom, you know, D-Boy Rodriguez from, from, uh, uh, I think from New York, but he, you know, his sister Gina, you know, they was rapping and, 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 and then Michael Peace, Stephen Wiley and all these cats, some of them was just youth pastors who were rapping. Like they was mm-hmm. rapping and I was yep. in a youth ministry, in a, in a yep. church. I was saying yep. it was like, yo, it can be an album. This can be a label. This can be okay. Uh, but the industry didn't know what to do with cats, right? And she got, you know, uh, uh, a lack of 
welcoming certain cats because the industry wanted to only get these kind of cats that fed a comfort level That's right. where they were at, you know? So therefore, the other cats, Corey Red, it was a guru named like, uh, uh, Lavoisier. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it was like, wait a minute, is he talking about Cavassier? You talking about liquor? <laughs> oh my God. All of a sudden it was like, you know, we can't let him in. So yeah. all these yeah. different things, right? They were, they were, they were there. Uh, A1 Swift, yeah. you know, um, T-Bone, T-Bone, you know, the lyrical yep. assassin, yep. the lyrical buck, yep. buck, buck. So it, I don't know how to work this guy. I don't know how to, how to where, where do we do with him industry-wise? So you don't know, and a lot of folks don't know and are not privy to uh, a lot of Christian hip hop history. And, and this is not necessarily a, a history lesson real quick, but it's just one of those kind of things where um, God has been, you know, uh, uh, bringing his word through any means necessary mm-hmm. and, and, and tapping on the shoulders of folks who are believers, who have a gift of rhyme and who can bring that um, for many, many, many years. And so when it comes to the fact that, um, uh, an artist comes up that you just heard, you cannot believe that, okay, where did this stuff come from? Did it just, did it just start? Uh, no, there's so many other artists. And so as we talked to Soup today, we talked to Soup Campbell, Soup, Soup Campbell, Soup Campbell's another brother. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To Soup, Soup shout Campbell. out to Soup too, though. <laughs> yep, yep, K-A-A, K-A-A. You know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but as we talked to Soup, the chemist from Soldiers for Christ, brother from San Francisco, um, just recognize, you know, that, as you hear his dialogue and talk, he's going to talk about how how artists are today and how artists are coming forth in, in, in different ways, and 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 yet you know may lose uh, who they who they are in the effort to try to get on. You know, um, mm-hmm. so uh, in his era, it was it was like uh, as he talks a little bit about not necessarily getting on as much as it was like I have this 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 gift and want to and want to and want to get out there. He didn't even really come out to to start rapping. He just he he got well, he'll tell you a story. It's, it's really clever how he even was introduced to the whole uh, uh movement of, of of rapping in 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 this context. He had one song, this dude liked it and like, you really like that? That I mean that wasn't not that he was suspecting his gift, but like this can really go somewhere. <laughs> so he didn't necessarily know, you know? Mm-hmm. So understanding like when you are um listening to Christian hip hop, whether, whether it's on this show, this channel, you know, channel 154. And, and, and there's an old school uh, Christian hip hop show on, on Holy culture, right. That's right. trying to give you some history of some cats coming back in that context. Right. And so understanding that there is a longevity in this work, though it may not be as public or well-known. Um, and you hear about great artists, whether it's Lecrae or Tadashi, or you yeah. hear about, uh, um, you know, show Baraka, yeah. they have long history too. I mean, they, they've got, Stuff that probably ain't on no CD, but they've been rhyming because it's right. in their in their bones to rhyme. That's right. Yet an industry holds back what you will hear and don't hear simply because of of, of money and everything else like that. And if you're not careful, you're only going to hear cats who are industry approved, <laughs> so that you can be um, uh, be entertained in that context. You know, um, but but there's got to be a way in which uh, folks understand. The longevity. I only say all this because God has been working with this thing for a long time. And, and, and oftentimes, you know, uh, if you think something just, just got started, just got started, then you're going to end up being like, uh, it's a fad. It's not a fad. It's That's been right. around for, uh, for, for real. And, and, you know, uh, and, and now churches may be more welcoming to it than it once was. There was a, a brother going around 
all around the country dissing hip hop and then dissing oh, Christian hip hop. Boy. Has anybody I, ever, I mean, we don't need to give him no publicity, but I'm just wondering no. if on Holy Culture Radio, anybody's ever talked about that. That was a real, huh. a real season where like Christian hip hop in and of itself was being demonized. Not, not just like not welcomed, but like there was a dude literally traveling across the country saying that hip hop was a demon. And we, mm-hmm. while we were in the, like the heart of our ministries, we were being called yeah. demons as, as pastors and as, you know, mm-hmm. ministers and as people doing God's work, we would go to churches and people would be trying to cast demons out of us. You know, it was just, wow. it was a weird time, man. People don't understand how deep this thing got, you know? Right. Wow. That kind of history alone is, is something to be known. Yeah. That, that, that that's a conversation too. So you, so cats, could see what they were up against. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the reality of you doing this for the Lord, you made a decision to follow Christ, and now this person is coming along and is convincing Mm -hmm. uh, uh, leaders that this is wrong. And and, and just like we were talking about in one show, how folks embrace a a European epistemology of theology and downplay their cultural relevancy of what's happening in their own life, and everybody just co-signs with that. But then when things happen and life happens, then it's like, um, this doesn't really match that. How do I do that? And so one of those kind of things where we have to be um, uh, more critical in our thinking. Really, that's the thing. We're critical thinking about, okay, you know, like like the word, um, you know, um, Allah. That's a word for God. Muslims don't own that word, but you know, um, I just can't wait for a day in a Christian church. We're like, you know, Allah, we come before you. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And having that to be, uh, it's, it's, it's a word for God. There's Christians in Muslim places sharing the gospel and they're in these caves and they're saying, Oh mighty Allah, we pray. And they're praying to God, Jesus Christ. They're praying, but the word that's relevant because of the culture and and that language is Allah. You know, we are uh, blessed to be able to have a great conversation that we're about to dive into with Soup the Chemist, Soldier for Christ. Check him out on social media. Check him out on um, on his music and get a little caught up uh, with that history yeah, lightway. For sure. Yo, you listen to Church on the Block, man. Check this conversation out when we come back. Church on the Block. We're going to talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. It's pain and all this Yo, I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Yo, we're about to go deep into this conversation with Soup the Chemist, man. I really want you to listen, pay attention to him. Um, He has some great insight to learn a little bit about this Christian hip hop culture and its inception. uh, It's powerful because I say again, this is not some fad. God is moving in this way. So check out our interview with Soup the Chemist at Flavor Fest. 2022. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, welcome to Holy Culture Radio Channel 154, Sirius XM, Church on the Block. We're talking about hip hop, yes, the sir. church, and the streets. I'm, I am blessed and humbled to be here at Flavor Fest, sitting with a legendary artist, man of God, Soup the Chemist from yeah. SFC back in the day, Soldier for Christ. Paving the way for cats like D1 and paving the way for Crossman, paving the way for 
youth pastors to grab music that would be impacting the culture of those that they serve, man. So what was on your mind, Sue, when you first said, let me let me put my faith on the microphone? Like as an artist, when, they, when, when there was no path, there was no I mean, you got Stephen Wiley, you know what I'm saying? You've got Stephen Wiley, like the Curtis Blow, y'all, of uh, of uh, Christian hip hop back in the day. Right. The Bible rap thing he had. Right. And you had other cats. But in a sense that. Hey, I'm going to boldly do this in a way, in, in, a, in a space that nobody is out here doing it. What was it that, um, that prompted your heart? I know I know the Lord, but like, but just just that backstory, the backstory with that. Yes, sir. Well, to, to kind of jump in on what you said, uh, when I first uh, got saved, I didn't even know there was a Stephen Wiley or a Mike mm, okay, yeah, There was yeah. nothing out yeah, there. Yeah. I was a I was a b-boy. I was actually a DJ. Get out of here. What was your b-boy name? Yeah. It was still Soup. Okay, you know okay, I mean? okay. I always been Soup. <laughs> but uh, I was just like, uh, I used to run with this crew called the Chemistry Crew, but to back up. Okay, okay. To back up. When I first got saved, you know, I was DJ. Okay. When I got saved, my equipment got stolen. <laughs> so once my equipment got stolen, I was like, I just started writing rhymes. Okay. You know, I had I didn't have no more equipment, but I had, <laughs> you know, I still have my crates and some stuff. Right, right. So uh, I just started writing to the breaks and stuff. Mm, okay, right. And uh, uh, when I got saved, like really started, God started really getting a hold of me. You know, my ex-wife at the time, I was married. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's the one that told me, she said, uh, you know, um, you just you should try writing rhymes about your experience. Mm. And I went, you know, that's kind of dope because I was trying to get away from wow. the hip hop thing at the time okay. because it was, uh, it wasn't edifying my soul. I got you, you dig what got I'm you. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't like, I never liked choir music. <laughs> so I didn't have nothing to really listen to. Yeah. See, there was no, 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 nobody. Yeah. So I started writing my own rhymes okay. just for me. Mm -hmm. It was, had nothing to do with anybody else. Right. And, uh, to jump to, to speed forward a little bit, the church I started going to, uh, you know, one day I had a cassette of my joints and we was just listening to it in the parking lot. Okay. And Cass was responding to it like, yo, this is dope, man. What is this? You know, this is, man, you talking about God? This is dope. And it was just me and them. Wow. And the youth pastor came out there and thought we was bumping secular music oh. in the parking lot. And he came out there with a he judgment. Came, he came with, with an axe. With security. <laughs> no, yeah. no. So he was like, yo, don't be re disrespecting the parking lot like this, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, the cats that was out there with me went to bat for me and was like, nah, man, this is him. This is gospel rap. And he was like, gospel rap. Right. Now he on to it. Dang. And from that point, I'd say about two months, they was just wearing me out about doing something at the youth service. <laughs> but I never, I never, that wasn't what it was about. Uh, okay, okay. So, uh, huh. I just, that was that was the beginning yeah. of me rhyming. And then uh, a cat named Dave Guzman, uh, who actually was MC Scroller, mm. who started a group called JC and the Boys. JC and the Boys. He was, a, he was a boys. little, he was advanced with it. I met okay. him on the radio station. Uh. He was a, uh, 
Wow. I didn't even know he went to the church. Okay. <laughs> he was on a radio station mm-hmm. and he was playing hip hop and then started talking about God in between the songs. Wow. And so I was like, man, who is this cat? He's talking about God. I just wrote this little yeah. gospel stuff. Yeah. You know, let me see if I can connect with this dude. So I called up the station and told him, hey, man, I'm in, you know, this, I'm in Rialto. And he was, uh, California. I'm rhyming. Mm-hmm. I hear you talking about God. He says, what? He says, man, I live in Rialto too. And I said, what? And he's like, yeah, man, give me an address. I'm going to come through. I said, cool. Wow. Do you know after his show, he, he showed up at my crib. Get out of here. Wow. That same, that <laughs> next day, I cut a four track song with him. Get out of here. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and, and a studio he had? Yes, he, he had a four track okay. little thing that First okay. time I ever recorded. What was the song? A Transform. Okay. I okay. wrote it that night. Okay. When he came through. Wow. I wrote it. Next day we recorded it. Mm. And uh, that was it. That was it. Dang. That was like the beginning of the whole thing, brother. Wow. And then to further my uh, understanding on what I was doing, because, you know, I was just writing wrong. <laughs> right, right, I right, mean, right. You know what? Let me go get some uh, study books. Okay. To see what I'm talking about, because there's some topics in my head, but I don't really, you know, I'm a new Christian. No, yeah. So study so books like, about the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me yeah, study yeah, yeah. some things. Okay. So I go to the store, to the little bookstore that was first time walking in a bookstore. Wow. And I see this display of Michael Peace. And a cat needs that. I'm like, yo, there's gospel rap out there. I'm thinking I'm the first dude, man. (laughs) So these cats, I'm like, yo. So I bought them both, took it home. And it was like, wow, there's other cats. So, yo, you know, my ex-wife spoke that into me. Wow, yeah. And Dave fed into it, Mm -hmm. uh, Scroller. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the, the store and the youth group put the fire behind me right. and it turned in to something I was just doing for me yeah. into let's take it global. Wow. Wow. So who were the other artists on SFC? People may not necessarily know. Yeah. Well, which is funny though, cause uh, it was really just me, but mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I calling myself soldiers for so Christ? Plural. And it's just me. <laughs> so, so once I hooked up with JC and the boys, okay. Okay. A lot of, you know, a uh, couple of them cats was like, uh, Hey man, you know, we want to, I became like, I don't know how, but I guess it was my spirit and the way I just handled things. Yeah, yeah. Cats wanted to roll with me. Okay, so I got you. So it became Soldiers for Christ yeah. with the dynamic twins, you know, 40 even days, though, 40 nights. yeah, even though they weren't uh, in my crew, right. we were all crew. Ah, I and, got you, uh, I got you. And then, the D2 from California, too? Yeah. Okay. They were actually from New York, but they were all living. Dave Guzman, Scroller, brought us all together. Really? Me, Twins, uh, MC Peace, which was Freedom of Soul. Uh-huh. Uh, man, Freedom of Soul, that was my group. Yes, man. yes. Man. All these cats. They was like... They Dave was, introduced me to all these dudes wow, at a barbecue. Wow. Freedom of Soul, y'all, just for y'all to know, is kind of like De La Soul style. Yeah, exactly. Like a De La... Yeah. Uh, for hip hop, I was like, even even the album covers were like a daylight kind of artistic. Daisy yeah, exactly, yeah. man. It was like, yo, and they wasn't trying to be like daylight; they were being themselves. Yeah, they and that's the beauty of it all, man. It like wasn't like and, oh. uh, DJ Cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's how Idol King came into the play. What you mean? Break that down. What you mean? Idol King did a song on uh, Freedom so, of Soul, Soul album. album, and that oh, okay. song is what uh, made uh, the engineer. 
that was there was like, man, is all their stuff like this? Because they mm. did a song called Can't Hold It Back, mm. which was a Freedom of Soul song. They, uh, okay. Peace didn't even rhyme on the song. It was all Idol King. Okay, okay. And that <laughs> was their introduction to the gospel market. Wow. And they actually got signed because of that song. Man, that's yeah. crazy. So everything, crazy. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. What does that mean, get signed in a gospel context? I mean, trying to help people understand, oh, man, y'all get signed, y'all got a hundred thousand dollars check. Back then it was labels, you know what I mean? So, so what were the labels? Star Song? Was uh, that one? Well, it was the one we was on was uh, Broken Records, which okay. later became BAI, which stood for Brainstorm Artists International. Mm-hmm. And they had distribution through Diamante. Okay. And then, Picked up Epic rec- uh, Epic as yeah. a uh, as the, uh, okay, for the okay. mainstream, and this is we talking Tower Records was around Tower, all that okay. stuff. Who so was um, remember the people out of Oklahoma uh, from from uh, they were they were managing a bunch of groups. E- they may manage ETW for me. I know who you're talking about. Did they have uh, a label? Did they have a label? I'm not really sure, yeah. but I know who you're talking. DOC about. was with them. Yes, I forgot the name of them. Cats. Yeah, DOC. We had DOC. Were they the under Homeboys Church too? Uh, what was the cat? They were all going to that they college. Were. Out they there. were. Uh, I can't the, remember that yeah, guy. Um, I know you're talking about the, yeah. the, the school, but like DOC, man, we had them in Kansas City, where I'm from. Um, Home of the barbecue. Yeah, DOC, Disciples of Christ. And then they, the, the engine broke. Like they were on tour with this little red minivan. Right. And that boy just broke down. And uh, a lady who loved DOC, loved the Lord, paid for them a whole new engine. That's <laughs> deep, man, because my first tour... Art. I, w- I went out my very first tour before I, my stuff was even international mm-hmm. or even on a label. I wow. put it out myself. Okay. And uh, we were on a Victory Outreach tour. And, you know, they're all across the Outreach, yo. We, we broke down in Virginia. Wow. Sold the van that we were in <laughs> for $200. Dang. Had to give Victory Outreach the gas money to come and get us (laughs) we went to New York performed with them was stuck ended up getting jobs to catch uh, plane tickets back home it was me and the Dynamic Twins and uh a pastor that we had with us, right? So, women, you got jobs. We had to get jobs. You had to work for two weeks to get a check. You had yes. jobs to get paid that day. Two weeks to, from a brother who uh, <laughs> knew us in New York, gave us a job. He had a painting business. Okay. So we made the money and everything to yeah. get home. It took us about two two weeks. Man. So we were staying with Victory Outreach the whole time, and they had little gigs set up for us. Okay. We did. But no money on them little gigs, like $20. Yeah, it wasn't really a lot. You know, it wasn't enough to just pay for our tickets like, to get home. Back. So, so, but we did a big conference with them in the park. They would do this big thing called, yeah. uh, with, uh, it was, a uh, Nikki Cruz oh, Nikki life Cruz. story thing. Yep, yep. So they had it in the Drama park. Drama theater, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, uh, it was packed. Yeah. Some cats, some pastors saw us there and one of the pastors was from Passaic, New Jersey. So, in the midst of all that, he, he wanted us to come and do a gig for his youth group. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, man, we down, we out here, you know. We, right, right, You know, right, right. it's got to be within this time because I told him the whole story. Right, right. He says, no, no, I'll bring, uh, it's a Friday night, so we want you to come out on a Friday night. Okay. I said, cool. So we actually, that Friday was our last day at work. 
We made our money. Okay. We was going to get out of there that weekend. Okay. Right? Buy the tickets and everything. Mm-hmm. So we go and rock, we rock this gig. We go to Passaic, rock this gig with him. After the gig is over, he says, hey, man, I want you guys to come back. Uh, I got something for y'all. Come back to the youth uh, the youth chapel with me for a uh-huh. We go back. He opens up the garage, gave us a van. Get out <laughs> And we come back home, homie. So it's crazy that you said that because that's the way God introduced me to the industry, man. So I had a pocket full of money. For gas to get back to? Well, just from working on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He gave us a new van and he blessed us with the money to get home. So we made everything we lost, almost made it all back. Just the mystery of new beginnings of things, right? As God is trying to bring about that revival in that context, the message to the culture God is using hip hop to, I believe, to, to, to impact at that time, safeguarding it through a new van, safeguarding through relationships, safeguarding it through peculiar things, like working peculiar two weeks thing. at a painting gig. Yes, sir. We had this time to do that. I don't know what it may have cost family back home. You ain't home yet. We can't get you back home. Right. But being able to make that happen so that there can be lives changed and impact, man. That, Yo, it was deep, man. Yeah, that, is, that, uh, that tour actually prepared me for the future. Wow. I couldn't be swayed even uh, even uh, spiritually. Like, you hear a lot of cats coming in, getting a lot of wisdom and falling off. Right. But I've seen things that it's almost like I, I like to make uh, compare it to the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. Mm. They saw the uh, sea part, all this uh-huh. stuff, got out there, and then they started saying, oh, God, did you bring us out here to kill? And they <laughs> right. start worshiping where God. Yeah, After, yeah. How do you see the... Ten plagues. Yes, yeah. how do you see that and turn your back on this amazingness that right. you witnessed? Right, right, right. So... And- uh, yeah, I, this tour was that for me. Mm. I could never turn my back. It's true because I saw. I saw, and it yeah. wasn't even at the multitude <laughs> that they saw. Yeah, but yeah. I saw some amazing stuff. Wow. on that tour. So I like to credit my walk to Providence mm. over anything because. I came from a background of everything had to be proven. You see what I'm saying? I had to, it had to be. Wow, I didn't grow up in the church, so I, everything had to be. This, God knew that. God knew so that. To, to show himself true brought you through that situation. So that tour did it for me. I could Man. never have learned Man. the stuff I experienced. Does Man, that make sense? Powerful. That does make a lot of sense. That's powerful. That's yeah, powerful. So. Being able to have... More of that all throughout your career, I'm sure. Yes. All the, all the different times, man. Yeah, because, uh, you know, being in uh, the realm we were in, especially at the beginning, mm-hmm. we were devils. Everything. Oh, my God. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, all of, that. With, because it was not in the church. It was and not in the church. You know, you know, we didn't have no internet, none of this, man. Yeah, and, so and, we had to grind for everything, and we were guinea pigs yeah. for what these people are enjoying nowadays. We were those guinea yeah. pigs, but... If you were, if uh, it wasn't, I mean, even on top of that, some of these churches I went to, man, and they some already, of these pastors, they I was on it. They, no, they were so far away from what we call <laughs> Christianity, <laughs> right? But right. they are bringing me out, you know. This, yeah, yeah. These, I was rooted already. Yeah. I was like, that, I'm not. It doesn't matter what they do. I'm not saying, yeah. But God, I saw Powerful. the spiritual move. I don't need none of this. I don't need y'all. Yeah. I don't need none of 
yeah. nobody to prove anything to me. Right. I saw that that C open up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that makes sense. A lot of sense, man, because if you say you hadn't had that and you went right into the hype of <clears throat> these passions bringing you in, you may have got caught up. I might have got caught up. I might have fell away from right. like, man, this is all fake. And it, and I can right. to add to that, we were on uh, Brainstorm International which was first Broken Records. Mm. And the owner was a powerful cat. He had a serious hit. That's how we started the label in the first place. Okay, okay. And to this date right now, he doesn't even believe in God at all. Oh, my God. Really? So, wow. so this is, so you okay. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. lot of cats I used to run with and who were in this movement with me mm. who... It's, yeah, you know, they, they don't even really believe no more. Or grounded. They weren't grounded. grounded. Yeah. yeah. So I thank God daily for allowing me to see that because I, that could be me. Yeah. You did. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You're listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, CSXM 154. Come right back. We got more in store. Welcome back to Church on the Block. And, and, and another area of being that non-grounded is just allowing the hype of the industry and name. We talked about this earlier. Uh, selfish uh, stuff or, or uh, liking your work to the secular artist and trying to get to that. Um, overstepping whatever deeply in your heart that may have called you to this work just to get to that. So you know the truth in this spot. You want to rhyme it this way, but you want to do the jingle bell part of it and get the get the plug, but you're not really bringing any substance or healing or restoration or impact. Correct. And though they can be both, you can bring that and bring the resources, but you don't trust God enough for that spot. You know what I mean? We have- and plus it wouldn't have been me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I had the opportunity. I, I've sat in uh, Motown Records office. Wow. I've sat in uh, Epic Records office. Mm. I've sat in um, Capitol Records office. Okay, okay. And this is before I even signed with Broken. Wow. And I almost signed, I almost went with Motown. Mm. But what happened was the head of black marketing, and he, the dude was a superstar. Wow. Gerald Busby okay. was his name. He they started, they, they pushed him out of Motown mm. over to MCA. Okay. And I was in the, I was in the transition or would it happen? And they were already talking about, you know, I didn't, I, I, I didn't see it at the time. Yeah. They were already talking about switching me up. They were all, they were talking about switching me up. Really? So, yes. Because of the transition. Well, no, they, they they wanted me to tone down. Oh, switch up the message. Yeah, switch it up. That's so, crazy. so you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't really know how to call it, but right, right, right. That's what because yeah. that's what I saw the red flags when it, yeah uh, they wanted to send in their team to help me with this, but it, but he liked what I was doing because right, that's what attracted right. him. He couldn't believe that this, this was gospel rap, yeah, but. He didn't know what the heck <laughs> gospel rap was. <laughs> right, because radio stations weren't going to play Oh, no, it. no, no. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know what to do. They and got- that actually happened when we, uh, when the Epic Records deal came in. Mm. They flew me out to New York. 
gave us this whole thing, Epic. Mm. They picked up the, they were going to distribute the gospel record. Wow, okay. And they said, you know what? We don't we don't know how to promote you. Could join out. So basically, they flew us out there, talked with us, and then, and then just said, you know, have we'll good, call you back. Have a good time on that. And they stuck us in the stores. We was in every store. Wow. No promotion, no nothing. Wow. So then they tried it again, and this time, they tried it with Freedom of Soul. Mm. So Freedom of Soul was the first one on that label to really get a 12-inch. They pressed the 12-inch up. They pressed a, a vinyl up wow. with the Epic logo yeah, on it. Yeah. And that's when MTV raps, your, mm -hmm. your MTV yeah, rap. Yeah. So they got Dr. Dre uh, and Ed Lover's production company to produce, to remix wow. the song. Yeah. And uh, just to try it out. Yeah. But they didn't know what to do with it. So yeah. it didn't really, it didn't, I yeah. think they got played a couple of times on your MTV raps. And, mm. So, yeah, it was yeah. a it was a real thing. They just yeah. they wanted to, yeah, but they didn't know what to do with us. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is a pioneer stuff. This is real cutting the weeds and the trees down yeah, to yeah, make yeah. way, man, and the sacrifice in that space to really bring about the change that needs to take place is really what um, we're talking about. Nobody uh, is. Uh, solo dolo and whatever they're at without some other pioneers coming through like you, you, yeah, you yeah, can't sure. just be an, an artist or an MC we were talking about earlier as as though you're the first one who just got on the microphone rhyming for the rhyming for the Lord um, there are folks who went way before you man and so we're talking now to super chemist man a soldier for Christ and, and just a legendary producer could you produce for how many or so many other groups as well yeah I did uh, about half of the first Dynamic Twins album. Okay, okay. Uh, no Room to Breathe, I think mm -hmm. it was. And then... Um, 40 Days and 40 Nights, did you do anything on that one? Nah, they kind of came into their own after okay, that. Okay, but, okay. Uh, you know, uh, then I had... Uh, did a couple of joints on the Freedom of Soul, both albums. Okay, okay. And, uh, you know, of course, I produced all my stuff. Right, so. right. So give us a give us a dossier. How many albums do you have? Uh, what are the, the main songs for folks to know? Uh, I have a total of five albums. Um, five albums, though. That's five unheard albums. of oftentimes. <laughs> uh, probably the one everybody uh, praises the most is uh, Phase 3. Mm. They really like that album. Mm. And uh, my favorite uh, would be Irregasmic Arrangements, but that was independent. Okay. I did that after I got off all the labels. Wow. But, but on while I was still on uh, one of the labels, I would say uh, my other favorite would be Illumination. Mm. So, you know, and that that's a, a, another whole story, too, because I, I don't have the rights to Illumination uh, okay. or Dust. And I would like to release those, re-release those to yeah. the public, but yeah. I don't have the rights. But all the rest of the stuff is available digitally now. But uh, we talking CDs and cassettes. I, mean. <laughs> I know, I know. And that players for the and concert. That, yes, right, yes. Right. Yep. So, so what songs? So, so give me the, give me the, like, this album was in this year. So, so give people the history of that. So, this album dropped this year. That 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 particular. This album uh, dropped that year. Phase three dropped in '93. Yeah. Save Man in the Jungle came out in 91, 92. <laughs> and uh, 
before that it was Listen Up, which was a re, which actually was my demo, which they just put it out. Mm. So the demo came out in the 88, okay. but it hit the public in 90. Right, right, so, right, right. Uh, then after uh, phase three, which was 93, I came with Illumination, which was uh, 95. Mm. Okay. And then Dust was 96. Yeah, yeah. And then my own junk right. was uh, 01. Mm, mm. So y'all hear what we're talking about? You see the legacy of that? And when you look at, I'm just saying this in general, Puffy, right? They were in the 90s, right? That's a 90s era. My daughter and them love Puffy, Bad Boy. When they, when they do a Bad Boy reunion, 25 or whatever, they go crazy. Damn, I mean, even in their 30s now, that's, that's their world. But, and I'm saying this to y'all listening because of the, one, the tenacity to stay in, 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 in the pressure to be that pioneer. Two, um, the purity of an artist getting what's on their heart out. Opposite label, no label, I'm independently, I'm off the label. I got to get this off of my heart and spirit because I'm called to this and the tenacity to move forward. And building the community of people, five album, full-blown album, yeah, that's ridiculous, man. That's, I mean, that's, you would think, not ridiculous in a negative way, you would think that, Oh, this ain't happening yet at this point, so I'm gonna stop. No, it's about the art of it all and the, and the success of them as well that has happened. So, yeah. just that tenure and moving that way. And I'm saying this to you if you listen for the first time and not knowing who Soup the Chemist is, understanding Christian hip hop history, um, that there is uh, some almost some some shame or embarrassment or something. If you are an artist or you're in this industry or you're serving young people, using and engaging in the art. But don't know this history. That's a that's a problem. That, that, that that's a problem. I mean, when you buy a car, you want to know the history of the car. They got a little. Yeah, right, they got right, a thing right. online. You buy Fox or whatever. They look at the history of that car because your own safety. You're gonna engage in in this culture. You need to know that that history um, so that you can have one an appreciation, two a recognition of wow, it's longevity. And you know, ain't nothing new under the sun. What cats around about now? You go back and grab soup stuff. He was the first one saying it. And so being able to like, you may find that young people may be like yo. I like that 90s Christian hip hop joint. You just never know in 80s, right? But that tenacity to stay is, is uh, man, applauded and appreciated, uh, though you may not necessarily feel that all the time in different spaces, man. So, so what would you say, this is random, this is all the way random. Would you say, here my favorite bars on my on, on my favorite song is this, and spit that. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite songs, lyrically, uh, I'm actually going to rock that sucker tonight. Uh, <laughs> it's language of imagination. Mm. Yeah, I love that song, man. It's just a, it's just a deep, uh, grimy kind of, uh, what I say, uh, if rhyming from the heart is a part of history, then go ahead and chalk me up as the antiquated MC mm. who wakes up early just to pluck first fruits from the tree of creativity in mm. just, then regurgitate some fresh flows that are giving vision like bifocals. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my Let's job. go, man. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> man, I love that. I love that, man. Yo, you listen to the Holy Culture Radio on Six XM Channel One Fifty Four, Church in the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church in the streets. Talking to legendary leader in Christian hip hop, man of God, Soup the Chemist, man, and get online right now. Stuff is able to be still bought, right? Yes, on, yes, it's uh, on. all those are on uh, all digital platforms. Uh, but all my new stuff is available on Bandcamp. What's the new stuff called? Uh, man, I'm just popping songs. Okay, out bet, there. bet. What's one of the songs? What's one of the uh, songs? 
one of one of my favorite right now is a song called Words, where I'm speaking about the power of words. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Like what words do to you, how they can shape you. Thank you, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Life and death and the power of the tongue, exactly. man. So, you know, we work with these young guys on the block and they, I call them Facebook gangsters, right? They say right. we on Facebook talking about we all hear your ops and your mama and they're not even saying your mama just, yeah. y'all on this, y'all on that. The mother who get out their bed, see that on Facebook and go try to find them cats because there's some words on a freaking right. social media platform, exactly. man. They got embarrassed because y'all said we were cute. Oh, on your words dead, are powerful. On man. your dead homie, blah, blah, blah. They could build you. Yep. It's lyric. I mean, it's biblical, too. It could build you up or tear you yeah. down. Yep. You know yep. That's true. So, are you going uh, to rock that tonight, too? Nah, they ain't ready for that okay. yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it is available on uh, Bandcamp. Uh, so how to find a hot so you, so you go to everything camp. is under soup to Kevin's you okay. pop, pop in soup to Kevin's I'm popping up gotcha. on Instagram Dan can I, re- okay. I keep it real simple you know cool. what I'm saying cool. so uh, and then I, uh, all that is to preparing folks for the audio book that's coming Ooh. you know what I'm saying so the audio book off the title uh, Through My Windows The History Behind Holy Hip Hop which is a book I put out Through My Windows Through My Windows gotcha. The History Behind Holy, Holy Hip Hop yeah so uh that's a book I put out three years ago mm-hmm. uh I sold out and was about to reprint okay. but then the pandemic hit right right, right. and when it hit who I printed through went out of business Ooh. with all Ooh. my uh, files, everything. So no. I almost had to start all over. So I said, you know what? I really, I really like this whole audiobook movement anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so I'm gonna release both. Mm. I'm gonna put out the book and the audio book wow. and the album to help promote it. Wow. So this is this is what uh, spawned the uh, Bandcamp thing. Wow. Because I thought I was just gonna throw this. I wrote the book, uh-huh. so I thought I could just hop in there and read it and knock it out. Uh-huh. And it ain't that easy, uh-huh. homie. <laughs> now I know why a lot of cats hire dudes to read, read their stuff. So I was like, okay, this is taking a lot longer. I don't. There's no. Why do I have to rush it? There's no right. reason to rush it. Yeah. Let's make it right. Yeah. So in the midst of that, I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give the people a song every month until okay. this book is done. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. I love that, yo. This is Pastor Phil, Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Again, we're here with Soup the Chemist, legendary artist, man of God, from Soldiers for Christ, SFC. Get the music, learn the history. We're here at Flavor Fest, 20-plus year Christian hip-hop conference. Uh, um, artists perform, uh, folks come and teach. Uh, it's just powerful. If you've not heard about it, check out Flavor Fest. Get the cross over church app. They got a daggum app, man. You can find out what's going on. They got breakdance battles. They got graffiti battles going on here. Um, Every October, check your schedule for next year. Come on through. Um, But man, we are grateful for your time, man, Soup. And uh, we want to continue to promote all that you're doing as a legendary artist cutting the pathway for these young cats to, to do that because we want folks to know their history and we want these artists to know their history so that they ain't thinking that uh, I just started this so that they can have some not only not, not only is a homage part paying homage but to have uh, some some foundation to stand on so that they know okay this is how I go and, and learning everything about the industry from these legends this way yo holla back at y'all peace alright everybody welcome back yo 
that was an amazing interview with our man, Soup the Chemist. It is, uh, like I said before, man, I hope y'all know who you were just listening to. That is a piece of Christian hip hop history. That brother has impacted so many people. Dope music. Use YouTube to find them and to listen to them. And, uh, and let's just keep representing well. Time to drop bars. Now I get the opportunity to do uh, bars for the end of our show today. And, uh, and I just want to do something that I hope will give you just a little bit of a nudge in uh, doing some research and doing your own hip hop history as you figure some things out. Yo, Christian hip hop has been a clarion call for years. I got a rhyme that I wrote some years ago to a joint that we call Just Christian. And uh, it just basically says, intimidated immediately is insignificant I. A nervous novice next to the non-canonical God. I'm just a Christian whose intentions to glisten and use rap to get your undivided attention. All right. And so the idea of the reason why we do this has been to get people's undivided attention. I said, I'm just a Christian whose intentions to glisten and use rap to get your undivided attention. Right. What we want to do is we want to use the tool that God has given us to grab people's attention and to push them closer to who God is. And when I think of people like Soup, Soup the Chemist, man, like what he was, was a part of a generation that impacted so many young people who were looking for the Lord to speak a language that they could understand, speak to a culture that they were enamored with and meet them right where they were. And that is what God has done. And so it is, it would behoove each and every one of us to know who the pioneers of our culture really are, to listen to those voices, to know those names, to understand that music. Because the truth of the matter is, is if we don't know where we've been, we definitely won't know where we are going. And so I, I challenge us. I mean, we wouldn't even have Holy Culture Radio Channel 154 on Sirius XM without somebody speaking to our man Trigg and having him now see the impact that Christian hip hop has, not only on his life, but on the lives of young people throughout the world. So to each of you today, I say not only just in this area, but in every area of life, let's commit ourselves to be historians, to knowing where we've been, to knowing where we are, and to knowing where we're going. We appreciate y'all for listening to Church on the Block, Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. This has been Bars with Pastor Jay. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Back here next week, same time, same channel, Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. Come with us.